Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow We've got people running in the streets, <laughs> setting their cars on fire, and zero emission buses are emitting emissions. That means it's time for a double-sized edition of Biden Season 2. You can call me Biden. Joe Biden. <laughs> Bidden? What, he changed his name to Bidden? Okay, it's Bidden Season 2! And a lot has changed. My job is to keep it from raining. (laughs) Joe has a new studio. Only VIP press can look at our president. And he's got a new handler. That's right, meet Special Agent Easter Bunny! He may look harmless, but he's got his eye on Bidden, keeping him safe from pesky questions. <laughs> President Biden. Joe Bidden. I mean, Bidden read to the kids and gave a shout out to Pepe the Frog. Green Frog, Green Frog, what do you see? <laughs> Bidden has always been a big fan of the Second Amendment. Buy a shotgun. And now he's encouraging the populace to buy ghost guns to build at home. This is fun. And he introduced the new head of the AFTDU. My nominee to lead the AFTDU. All of you. Steve, come on up. And leave it to our rascally president to crash his new head's acceptance speech. He's 16 years old. I'm going to draft him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Joe. (laughs) Let's keep it in the family. Is there an agent in the house? (laughs) And we all know Joe is a big fan of robots. Here he is doing his robot impression at a town hall. Fun fact, he can also command robots with his thoughts. Did you see that? <laughs> it won't be long now till the robots are autonomous. <laughs> and we're just getting started. He also set a hard line against Russia. We're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. <laughs> yeah. And we know Joe is a big fan of public education, and he backs teachers and their kids. Listen, somebody else's children, they're like viewers when they're in 
the classroom. And teachers have responded. The first thing you missed is all 13 principles of the Black Lives Matter movement hung up. Hi, I'm a queer teacher. My name's Allison. I'm a preschool teacher. I'm your parents now. The most controversial way I teach my kids consent is that they all choose their own gender identity. They're taking great care of your, I mean, their children. Finally, Joe had the DHS create a new disinformation board. Uh, addresses a disinformation that imperils the safety of our and security of our homeland. Heading up by this nice young lady who used to have this job. I am the disinformation fellow at the Woodrow Wilson International Center for Scholars. And made videos like this. Color revolutions have nothing to do with race. So obviously we're not going to see a, a nationwide media literacy program. Hello to everyone today who has discovered how to pronounce the capital of Ukraine. She likes to present really complicated stuff in song. Longer and disinfo and we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet voice or vote. And she even sang while she got into government work. I want to be rich, famous, and And there's this crazy conspiracy theory going around. I mean, there's several different people playing Joe Biden at this point. And when when he fell up the stairs going on the airplane, I myself think that that was Jim Carrey. Look, nobody can fall up the stairs like our President Biden. You can call me Biden. Joe Biden. It's been a great two weeks in the Biden administration, even if a bird's on you. Thanks for watching Biden Season 2. Thank you for being here. All right, folks, find and share that video. Disinfo Diva Biden Season 2 by Dues News. Band.video, Infowars.com. Lots to talk about today. We're going to move on from the abortion topics. We'll also be welcoming Leo Zagami in the third hour. Very big show, taking your phone calls all day today. It's American Journal. Stay with us. Tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. In the Southern Good part morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal, documenting the downfall of this once great country into chaos and nonsense. Glad you're here with us today. All 12,000 of you tuning in to band.video, as well as the numerous others finding us on radio, television, and other streams. However you found us, congratulations on getting around the censorship. Congratulations on circumventing the limitations and finding us here in the headquarters of this resistance to the New World Order. Lots to talk about today. We'll get into all of it. Leo Zagami joining us in the third hour. Your phone calls for the first two hours as well. Uh, I'm going to try as best I can to talk as little as possible about abortion today. It was the big topic yesterday, so we spent a long time on it. But of course, we did so with the full knowledge that what was happening with the Supreme Court, while it may have been a flash in the pan uh, news cycle, it's nothing but a distraction from the, you know, war in Ukraine, looming food shortages, and other various and sundry destruction going on around the world so we'll get into all of it and more let's begin today as we do every day with our daily dispatch all right here it is folks your daily dispatch for wednesday the 4th of may 2022 
I just realized it's, it's Star Wars Day, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you all. <laughs> hey, and the forces with the Republicans yesterday. Clean sweep. That's the headline from InfoWars. All 22 Trump-backed candidates win primaries in Ohio and Indiana. All 22 candidates in Ohio and Indiana endorsed by former President Donald Trump completed a clean sweep of Tuesday's primaries, indicating the strength of Trump's endorsement as as mighty as it's ever been. One of these uh, victors is J.D. Vance. Here's a short clip of him talking about real problems besetting America, little hint as to why he won and why populism is so popular in this country. Let's watch. Think about the drug crisis, an establishment Republican Party that refused to do anything against the Sackler family, which poisoned this state with drugs, and an establishment Democrat Party that is actively encouraging the Mexican drug cartels to flood us with even worse drugs, the fentanyl that's made in communist China. How about we put them both in jail, ladies and gentlemen? Why don't we do that? So there it is, folks, the combination of being against the liberal madness and against the establishment of Republicans shooting ourselves in the foot all the time. So big success. Really great to see. Populist candidate J.D. Vance's win in the crowded Ohio Senate primary is welcome news to other Trump-endorsed candidates and is a potential harbinger of things to come in upcoming races in other states. Making Vance's victory all the more impressive was his ability to stave off the crowded Senate field with three other Republicans who sought sought Trump's endorsement. So now with these 22 additional victories in Ohio and Indiana, that makes Trump's endorsement record 55-0, which is pretty incredible. Pretty mind-blowing stuff. So very good to see and a little bit of hope on the horizon there. Meanwhile, here's an incredible story. Biden says war in Ukraine Good for American jobs. President Biden spoke in Troy, Alabama on Tuesday to praise weapons makers for delivering the munitions and arms necessary for Ukraine to take up their fight against Russia's invading forces. He also spoke about his ask for Congress to authorize more funding for weapons in Ukraine, which would enable U.S. munitions factories to create more weapons, which would mean more jobs and arms manufacturing, saying, quote, being the arsenal of democracy means good paying jobs for American workers, Biden told constituents while touting the war effort in Ukraine. And, you know, good paying jobs, that's the basis of a functional society. Functional society is how you create peace. So I guess sort of in a roundabout way, War is peace? Huh. Interesting. New York Times reports demonstrators gathered at Supreme Court lament and celebrate leaked draft. Supporters of abortion rights and people protesting against abortion gathered outside the Supreme Court on Tuesday to uh, shriek shrilly uh, in, in impotent rage at this heretofore actually not past law but it's just uh just hilarious we're going to show you lots of videos from this later today including elizabeth warren in her full-on um you know war chief chant (laughs) just the most pathetic shrill shrieking madness you've ever heard and this is the only thing that gets them this angry isn't it amazing isn't it incredible that for two years they can lock down your entire society they can force you into extra extra judicial Uh, house arrest they can put a mask on your child and severely hamper their development they can destroy your company put your small business out of work they can 
put you on the dole, lower your birth rates to the point where you can't even survive past a few generations. They'll destroy your economy, wage the war on drugs, throw your brothers in jail. Just no response, right? They just hit you with the most pervasive and abusive restrictions and it's all you all quietly fold to their demands uh, but then they say hey maybe don't kill your babies and suddenly it's war suddenly it's everybody's activated everybody's out there fighting back it's just it's pathetic this country deserves everything that it gets we have 300 million people about 400 of them just destroying everything our forefathers have built And the only thing anybody can be bothered to stand up for is the right to kill babies. It's really, it's great. Leftist news outlet advocates using horse medicine for do-it-yourself abortions. As if we needed another example of the blatant and, frankly, hilarious hypocrisy of the left. After left-wing news outlet Vice posted a do-it-yourself guide to abortion that included detailed instructions for making abortion pills, critics pointed out the irony that one of the ingredients listed had also used to treat Horses, sort of putting it, uh, putting it mildly. See, ivermectin was a drug for humans that was also used uh, for horses at times, but it was, you know, in its creation, a drug for humans. Humans take, and it's made for humans. It's just also given to, to horses. That's where that confusion came in. But in this case, this is a medicine only for horses, in this case, like, just think about how different these two things are. One is like, hey, you know, there's this mysterious pandemic. We're having some success by using this approved and, like, Nobel Prize winning medicine. You know, we think it might be good to do a clinical trials and figure out what the function is that's causing this effect to happen. And they're just like, destroy this person. Take their, take their license to practice medicine. Take away their Spotify contract. Just kill them. Destroy them. Uh, and the other side, you have, oh, you can't get a doctor to rip your baby out of your womb. Go to the vet store and get horse medicine to poison yourself and kill your unborn child. And they're like, that's lovely and amazing and beautiful and good. Again, it's not hypocrisy. It's something else. It's some severe crack in their mental facade. There's some massive inconsistency there that goes far, far beyond hypocrisy. It's evidence of really an inability to think for yourself. That's really all it is. It's pervasive uh, throughout everything, right? All these people, you take horse medicine? And they're like, hey, if you want to abort yourself, take horse medicine. They're like, yeah, that's awesome. It's like. Aren't you a human being? I don't know. Apparently not. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to question whether a lot of people in this country are real human beings, as Nick Fuentes likes to say. I'm a real human being. I think for myself. When I see something, I think for myself, what do I think about this? Most people out there, they're just receptacles. <laughs> That's all you people are. You're a bunch of receptacles. <laughs> Sounds dirty, doesn't it? You're just a vessel. You're a vessel for somebody else's opinions. You're, you're just a lens through which other people broadcast what they think, and then you, you know, project it as if it's your own thoughts. It's very sad. Pathetic. Pathetic. That's the only word for it.
Finally, we have this. Amazon to pay employees up to $4,000 to travel for abortions. God, I bet $4,000 would be real useful to, I don't know, a new mother. <laughs> you know, I bet $4,000 would be a really good you know, bonus to, to help start a family. But no, no, no. You have to work. You have to be back on the line with the robots. You see this? It's an InfoWars Republic defense card with original InfoWars art designed by yours truly with a little gold bar implanted in it. And on the back, it's got a hologram. There are only 25,000 of these in existence, and they'll never be made again. The bank that owns the Mint that has started putting these out the last few years just sold out of 300,000 of a similar offering that was 40% more than what we're selling these for. And when you get three or more, you can get these at 50% off, and they fund the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarStore.com and check out this amazing new art-slash-gold product. It's a collector's item, and you'll know you helped fund the second American revolution against the globalist at such a critical point. Get your gold bars and so much more exclusively at InfoWarStore.com, and I want to thank you for your support over the years because without you, all of the great success we have had together would not have happened. We are the tip of the spear. You are the tip of the spear. And I salute you and thank you. Visit InfoWarStore.com today. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I believe we finally... uh, put a dot on the uh, dystopian bingo card for war is peace that's uh that's really an achievement especially in the same week or so that you know we get ignorance is strength it's uh it's really we're, we're on a roll folks our orwellian <laughs> hellish world is uh it's all coming together all the pieces are falling into place that's right joe biden says war in ukraine is good for american jobs you know, so what if it's human beings that are getting splattered into nothingness by the weapons that we're selling? Who cares if we're funding a largely hopeless war effort, which will inevitably spiral out into larger and larger conflict and put us all at risk? Who cares if we're rattling the cage of the nuclear armed bear and poking it in the eye and daring it to? poke back who cares if ukraine is entirely and totally corrupt and funded almost entirely by billions of dollars pilfered from the american taxpayer 
and funneled into the bank accounts of oligarchs here and there as we attempt to spread our imperial might closer and closer to the border of our, for some reason, enemy Russia. <laughs> I just, don't you just love how they've never even once explained why they don't like Russia? I haven't heard it. I haven't heard it once. The only thing they can point to is the invasion of Ukraine. But then you have to ask the question, why were we involved in Ukraine for over a decade prior to the invasion? Why were we training Ukrainian paramilitary groups? Why were we sending weapons to Ukraine long before Russia ever invaded? Russia invaded because we got involved in Ukraine. So you can't say Russia's bad because they invaded Ukraine. Because I thought we were we were infiltrating Ukraine because Russia was bad. Why is Russia bad? You just they've never even tried to explain it. They've never even once said, you know, what would be behind this? And the reason is, is because there is no reason. There is no reason. They might say it's because Putin is authoritarian. Okay. Why do we do business with China? Why do we do business with Saudi Arabia? See, any excuse they wanted to use as for as to why we'd go after Russia is ridiculous because the only things they could point to are things that many, many, many of our allies, including Ukraine, also exhibit, right? Things like totalitarian control of the media outlets, authoritarianism, a single leader that remains in power for long, long after you know, a democracy would typically replace him with somebody else. But again, that's like that's like ninety percent of our our allies. Some of our most you know persistent allies. Is it because they're a larger com- a larger country invading a smaller one and land that the larger country claims is actually theirs all along? Gee, I'm sure, will be awkward to explain why we hate Russia to that to our friends in Israel, right? No, there is no reason that they can actually give, so they just don't bother to give one. The real reason, if I had to guess, is it because it's because Putin is against the new world order. It's because he's a, a nationalist. It's because he runs a country full of white people that's actually Christian and opposes the dictates of the unelected globalist superstructure. I think that might be why. It's not a real good reason to go to war, is it? Like, that's the thing. They want us to go to war to protect an international world order that exists only to exploit us. Like, at least in World War II, you know, you could say, well, this is a a creeping authoritarianism that, you know, we, we don't want to live under, so we want to fight it so it doesn't come to us. At least that's what the UK could have said. America was never really at threat of that. No, it's the same excuse. It's the same reason really behind the scenes that every one of these wars comes into fruition. It's the bankers, the international class, just pulling strings as they please, send millions of people to their deaths, but they they make it out on top at the end of the day. And now Biden has said war in Ukraine is it's actually good for American jobs. Well. At least it's good for something. At least they've they've bothered to give us one single reason why we should continue to spend just 
insane amounts of money in Ukraine. You, you know what's crazy? I mean, when you talk about all these numbers, like the size and everything, $33 billion. I was talking to my friend recently about Lebanon. Lebanon is just completely being destroyed by the New World Order. The Caesar Act prevents it from trading with any of its uh, bordered states, any of its allies close to it. Uh, they also can't really ship anything anymore. They're completely running out of food. Uh, now they can't even access money in their banks. They're desperate. But don't worry, the IMF is coming to save them. Yes, the IMF, after weeks and weeks and weeks of negotiation, finally settle on a loan of $3 billion to Lebanon, and they have to do all sorts of things in order to get it, right? They have to agree to all sorts of oversight, including, weirdly enough, like oversight into the individual bank accounts of Lebanese citizens. And it's just like, isn't it crazy that we spend, that Lebanon spends weeks and weeks and weeks having to make all sorts of agreements and all sorts of concessions just to get a loan not a gift, but a loan of $3 billion. Meanwhile, Ukraine, just stroke of a pin, $33 billion, drop the weapons off so, to somebody in Ukraine, and then they're just gone. They're away. You know, We don't track them. We don't determine how or where they get used. We don't know if they're being sold to other people. Just no oversight whatsoever. It just is, again, a sort of illustration of how completely and utterly arbitrary everything that the New World Order gets into is. Right, just unfathomable size of fortunes. You know, just these unimaginably large numbers, like thirty-three billion dollars, just with the flick of a wrist, with the signing of a pen, with an agreement by some, you know, broke idiots in D.C. Yeah, IMF staff reaches agreement on three billion dollar deal for Lebanon. And, of course, it's going to be the selling out of Lebanon sovereignty, right? You put people in a position where they're starving to death and can't access their money, and you say, oh, we'll give you a loan. Just, you know, you're going to have to guarantee the loan with tax dollars. So we're going to have oversight. Remember under COVID when the very same people put all of Europe out of work for a year, forced everybody to stay at home, destroyed their economy. Remember, it was George Soros that came up with a brilliant idea, and he was very open about it. He advertised. He said, I have, I've had a, a brilliant revelation of how we can solve this. And he called it, what do you call it? Persistent loans, per, persistent debt, where essentially the banks would just fabricate money out of nothing, lend it to the states themselves, and then... The states would never pay off that money. They would just continually tax their people to pay the interest to give that money to George Soros and his cronies. They're saving us. They shut down our economy, and then they offer you know, endless debt slavery to rule over our countries in exchange. They're so kind. I designed over 200 T-shirts in the last 25 years, and we have some of those original designs still for sale at InfoWarsStore.com. These are real classics. But ladies and gentlemen, they're all about to be limited edition because we're selling out of them. They're about to be history, and we're selling out of the hoodies, the ball caps, the T-shirts, all these amazing designs at cost at InfoWarsTour.com, except for this fundraiser shirt that is a real hit and people love it. It's $24.95. Alex Jones is right on the front, the red Thunderbolt. 
And again, on the back, a big bold InfoWars.com. Exercise your First Amendment. Don't let the leftist and the globalist bullies silence you and fund the InfoWar at the same time. There is not a more politically incorrect shirt that sends a stronger message of freedom and resistance to the New World Order than the Alex Jones Was Right shirt, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And again, this shirt is limited edition as well. We're doing one more run and then no more. InfoWarsStore.com. Get yours today. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's The American Journal. You know, Pfizer just dropped thousands of documents. Fortunately, I guess people are still going through it. I've not able to identify any uh, you know really reportable news at this point but there's tons of information out there and uh, I don't know if you're bored today go check out the new Pfizer documents call us in and tell us uh, <laughs> tell us what's inside it because uh, I'm not qualified to go through 9,000 pages there are some people who have done this the Daily Skeptic has this story. Lancet vaccine study author says her data show danger signal of vaccine heart deaths, but the powers don't want to know. The lead author of a preprint study in The Lancet explaining, uh, examining all-cause mortality in the COVID vaccine trial said that her work shows a potential danger signal for heart-related deaths connected to the mRNA vaccines that warrants further scrutinization. Scrutiny may be the word they're looking for. Speaking to Unheard's Freddie Sayers, Professor Christine Stable-Bin from the University of Southern Denmark added there is major pushback to her efforts, efforts to investigate the effects of vaccines on all-cause mortality, and many regulators and companies simply don't want to know. While stressing that the numbers in her study are often too small to provide s- statistical significance and ground firm conclusions, Professor Stable-Bin observes that there is an overweight of cardiovascular deaths in the Pfizer group, which is a potential danger signal that warrants further scrutiny. Addressing the wider context of safety signals from the NRNA vaccine, she adds, I think there are danger signals in relation to vadio, uh, cardiovascular dis- death and disease. We know that with certainty, the mRNA vaccines with respect to myocarditis and pericarditis, but anecdotally, I would say there are more reports of cardiovascular deaths, which I think deserve further scrutiny. This is just a piece of the puzzle, but it adds to the evidence that suggests this is something that should be investigated further for the mRNA vaccines. Of course, we're well aware of this. I mean, the evidence is quite literally falling around (laughs) all around us. Uh, But the interesting part is the pushback that she's getting. As again, the people that are the self-appointed masters of science and unquestionable lords of our healthcare don't seem to really have any interest or even want to hear anything that goes against their profit motive, anything that might suggest that what they're doing is not for our best health, they will silence with fury. And everybody should know this. You should really ask yourself whether these people are the ones we want to trust with our health care, the answer is obviously no, but we continue to. Like I said, I'm going to try to 
avoid as much as possible just getting into the distraction of the of the abortion topic because after all it was a leak about a potential decision by the supreme court even if that decision were to happen it would just put the decision back to the states it's just getting rid of the federal mandate for abortions many states would still have abortion many of them would expand abortion and whether this decision even comes to fruition or not it's a little bit hard to say they've also had this leaked draft for several months and only just chose to release it now not a big coincidence but just to go through some of the reactions here leftist news outlets advocates for using horse medication for do-it-yourself abortions because they're not just hypocrites they're baby murdering despicable psychopath hypocrites demonstrators gathered at the supreme court to lament and uh Frankly, it was an insurrection. Everybody at the Supreme Court yesterday should probably be thrown in jail for a year and a half. They should probably be put in solitary confinement. They should probably be beaten by their guards, uh, be blinded in one eye. They should be denied the ability to access their lawyers. They should be moved arbitrarily without telling their lawyers or their family members to different states so they can no longer have contact with them. I, I mean clearly this was an insurrection. Clearly this was a, a coup against our government the protests that happened yesterday at the Supreme Court. You know, there are barriers up around the Supreme Court. I, I say next time, don't put the barriers up, all right? Don't do it. Open the doors. Open the doors to the Supreme Court. Let them all in. Soon as they cross in, they're terrorists then, and you can arrest them and beat them savagely. You can shoot them in the chest at point-blank range and then go on an interview on mainstream media where you brag about it and say what a good thing it was that you did. I just think this is the way that that responsible governments handle opposition. When you have protesters, you know, protesting the actions of the government, what you do is you open the doors of the government buildings, you allow them inside, then you either murder them or arrest them and put them in solitary confinement for a year and a half. That's just democracy, folks. That's how responsible government behaves with its protesters. All right, now, I don't know, I don't know why we didn't do it here. Of course, I'm being facetious, but. Funnily enough, there was more violence yesterday than there was during January 6th. We just showed some of the video there. Violent pro-abortion Antifa rioters smashed DHS vehicle, attack police in Los Angeles. Antifa and other far-left rioters clashed with police during a massive pro-abortion march in downtown Los Angeles on Thursday evening. The violent mob injured at least one police vehicle and smashed a Department of Homeland Security vehicle as well. LAPD attempted to make an arrest, but they were mobbed by rioters. The march started off peacefully with the activists, activists in pussy hats giving speeches in Pershing Square, but it uh, quickly spiraled out of control. And again, literally, literally more violence yesterday from the pro-abortion activists than we saw on January 6th the entire time. Attacking police, smashing cars, just complete outright violence. This, of course, on the heels of a conservative gubernatorial candidate in Portland having his campaign stop disrupted by antifa throwing explosive mortar fireworks injuring people there throwing lobbing uh, paint bombs at the bus just open active political violence here in america uh, and then in addition to that of course you had uh miss nidart there at the university of northern texas who is a conservative and stands up against antifa and so antifa shows up at her house to paint threatening messages on her door uh, in an attempt to uh, you know, terrorize her out of her political 
activity. So it's just nationwide, full-scale terroristic networks activating and doing violence against conservatives and, of course, you know, being funded, organized, and directed by national networks of NGOs. Oh, she will be on Friday. Okay, good. Yeah, we we wanted to get her on as soon as we saw this. Conservative Texas student says Antifa vandalized front door, issued threats. Uh, She'll be on this program on Friday to talk about that. But these are just, you know, again, continuous since the beginning of this year, even since last year. About twice a month, there's some vicious attack by far leftists, whether it's firebombing a Republican uh, headquarters or taking bombs to a January 6th event an attempt to blow up the people there or, you know, just showing up at, um, to surround the, the private vehicle of sitting congressmen, try to intimidate them into voting the way that they want. It's just full on governance by terror at this point. They're running rampant and they're committing crimes far worse than any of the ones that the protesters on january 6th uh, committed and of course of course while republicans are quick to call the january 6th protesters uh, violent rioters terrorists and insurrectionists because they have no spine they have no backbone and they too are slaves of a system that seeks to destroy them but the far leftists and the have the complete and total endorsement of the far left politicians in fact, when we get back on the other side, we'll show you some videos of both Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren and various other ones using all of the very same language they impeached Donald Trump for. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Fight like hell. We have to get out there and fight. You know, this is it. This is treason against us. We have to destroy these people. I mean, all of the same language, just instead of, you know, being spoken on a podium in a part of a speech. No, they're instead actually on the ground with the rioters, encouraging them to commit violence and be insane. It's a perfect image of America, and we'll show it to you on the other side. Stay with us. The UN estimates that over 2 billion people alive on Earth today have cognitive disabilities, lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is bound to other minerals or other compounds so it's not absorbable in the body. And that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from deep earth crystals more than 7,000 feet deep. X2 is an amazing product and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is. So I would stock up on X2 right now at InfoWarsStore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier, you have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get your X2 today. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. 
perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male pack. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Yes, after two years of being locked down, masked, forced to take an experimental gene altering therapy. Having their economy destroyed, their lives destroyed, their children's mental health eviscerated, having their country flooded with illegal immigrants by the millions, and criminals released onto the street by the tens of thousands to massively increase the crime rates across the board after thousands and thousands of murders directly at the hands of far leftists and their pets in the big cities that they fund the release of. Just after a continual litany of abuses and exploitation by the government, uh, the leftists have finally found something that they actually want to stand up against, and it's, uh, it's, it's for abortion. It's for abortion. This is, this is the major topic. This is the one that they all get fired up about, not the fact that we are being driven headlong into nuclear conflict with Russia over literally nothing, over the fact that our corrupt political establishment establishment uses ukraine like a cash washing machine that's what we have to go to war over we have to go to war over some five foot four actor playing the part of a president in ukraine playing the part of an authoritarian president who jails his political enemies he's the one we have to go to fight for he it's him he's the one If, if he is kicked out of office then democracy is dead Right? We might have to go into nuclear – we might have to be reduced to radioactive dust to save old Zelensky's job. That's fine. It's good. No need to get out of bed for that. No need to turn off Netflix just because nuclear war is on the horizon and our country is spending unimaginably large num- uh, amounts of money perpetrating a useless, pointless, totally – It's just, it's just insane. It's just so stupid. They can just abuse us off a cliff. They can just quite literally inject poison into our veins. Everybody obediently submits. Ah, but a rumor comes out that maybe the Supreme Court might just put abortion back to the states. Like that's, that's what they're upset over, right? Is that we're not going to have a federal mandate overriding the states individually and forcing them to have abortion. Like, that's, that's what they're this pissed out, off over. You know, it just reminds me, there have been several videos over the last week where it's like there was that one woman protester who tried to, like, run on the court at a basketball game or some other thing. And it's like all these people are doing this, and it's like yeah, the guy lit himself on fire 
outside the Supreme Court, self-immolation. It's like over what? Climate change, right? What are the woes the woman running onto the basketball court for? I don't know. Probably climate change also, right? It's just amazing. It's just amazing that there are all of these concerns that they have that quite literally don't exist, whether it's the, the threat of white supremacist terror that they imagine and then spend billions of dollars creating all new factions of the government to combat or climate change where the same companies that are just viciously tearing down forests and poisoning water wells and spreading pesticide like it's fertilizer. And the only thing people can get activated and motivated about is carbon (laughs) numbers. It just doesn't make any sense. This goes all the way back to the, the 2020 campaign when you had a woman rush the stage with Joe Biden she was protesting against milk. She was a vegan, a vegan who didn't like milk. Yeah, there's a woman rushing onto the basketball court. It's just like with so much, so, so, so many real issues, how is it? Like, I just don't get it. How do they do it? How do they create? Oh, she was protesting bird flu deaths. What? What does that even mean? <laughs> What does that even mean? That's the craziest thing. It's like we have so many real issues and people can't even be bothered to like go wave a sign about it or just talk to their friends about it or just, you know, do anything. Like they just won't do anything to stop the open destruction of our entire country. Uh, But then, you know, they get they get that signal. They get that beep, 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 you know, be be mad, be mad, abortions at risk. And they're just like foaming at the mouth, ready to just like commit any crime to destroy everything for this thing. And it's just like, man, if you could just summon one ounce of that energy, one percentage of that energy and put it towards things that are actually destroying this country, things would be solved so quickly. But as it's like as baffled as I am that people just allow these things to be done to them and allow their country to be taken over like this, it's made all the more stark how insane people's inactivity is when you see how active they get over stuff that doesn't exist or isn't that big of an issue. Or you've got a bunch of people who've never had an abortion, like wailing and crying and gnashing their teeth and tearing their hair and trying to bash the door of the Supreme Court in for the right to have an abortion that they've never had. Like it's just – it's insane. It is actually certifiably insane, and it really is just evidence that the media has this vice-like grip over the minds of the people where they can quite literally, like as if it's turning a knob, like how the way you turn on your hot water in your shower, like that's the way they do it with the American people. They just go, we want them to be mad now, and everybody gets really mad. They don't even know why they're mad. They're just really mad all of a sudden, and they're all out there destroying things and doing things, and it's just like – it's shocking. It really is upsetting how um, how foolish these people are. And, I mean, this story here. Again, it's just like pro-abortion people. What do you think is really happening? When Amazon is going to pay U.S. employees up to $4,000 to travel for abortion, do you think that's because Amazon loves you? Do you think Amazon loves you? If, if, like any far leftist, they hate Amazon, right? AOC went on a big thing about 
getting Amazon out of New York City, right? Like they don't like Amazon because Amazon rightfully is depicted as being the ruthless dehumanization of extreme capitalism, right? Just turning people into robots and you can find them. They post them on TikTok sometimes, Amazon workers, because like you're not allowed to film inside Amazon warehouses. And it's creepy when you see these videos. Not only is this whole setting creepy because there's all these robots zooming around and the people are there with the robots, like just working as fast as they can. But you can see when they're filming themselves, they're like terrified. They're like – or keep like glancing over their shoulder because like if they get caught, they're going to be fired like or they're going to suffer some something, right? I remember Amazon was the one that decided it was – they, they ran the calculation. They decided it was cheaper to have an ambulance sitting outside of the warehouse to deal with people having heat stroke or other, you know, debilitating conditions. It was cheaper to do that than it was to, like, install an air conditioning. So that's what they did. They just put a, uh, uh, an ambulance outside their warehouse and allowed their workers to work themselves into exhaustion and collapse. And then they would just take them into the ambulance, like, because that was cheaper. Because that was the calculus that they did because Amazon – represents Mordor. It is the, the most evil, despicable, inhuman company that we've ever created. And you know that. Far leftists, you're perfectly aware that that's how Amazon acts. Does it strike you as suspicious at all that they want to pay $4,000 for you to get an abortion? Does this not just make you pause for a second and go, wait, what is their, what is their gain here? How much does it cost to, to let a woman go on maternity leave for a couple weeks and and wouldn't a new mother really use four thousand dollars like this is the crazy thing why would amazon not come out and say we're gonna pay every employee that has a child four thousand dollars because that's counterproductive because then you'll have a lot of their women employees getting pregnant Taking time off, that costs money. Getting $4,000, that costs money. This is all a profit motive thing. So like somehow they've convinced you to adopt their policies as your own. Now they establish these policies strictly off of profit, strictly off of how to best and most efficiently exploit their workers. And then they somehow convince you to take these positions onto yourself because you think it's freedom. It's the exact same thing that happened when they did a big study about how to prevent unionization. They found one of the primary things you could do is increase diversity. The more diverse your workforce, the less likely they are to unionize. It's a perfect example for the wider country. The more diverse and conflicting people's views are, the less likely they'll come together and combine their power to attack people at the top. Amazon does this to keep its workers down, to keep its robots compliant. But it does it by convincing you that actually diversity and abortion is a good thing. It, it means freedom. No, you're being exploited and you're being roped into your own exploitation. I designed over 200 T-shirts in the last 25 years. And we have some of those original designs still for sale at InfoWarsStore.com. These are real classics. But ladies and gentlemen, they're all about to be limited edition because we're selling out of them. They're about to be history, and we're selling out of the hoodies, the ball caps, the T-shirts, all these amazing designs at cost InfoWarsTour.com, except for this fundraiser shirt that is a real hit, and people love it. It's $24.95. Alex Jones is right on the front, the red Thunderbolt. 
And then again, on the back, a big bold Infowars.com. Exercise your First Amendment. Don't let the leftist and the globalist bully silence you and fund the Infowar at the same time. There is not a more politically incorrect shirt that sends a stronger message of freedom and resistance to the New World Order than the Alex Jones Was Right shirt, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And again, this shirt is limited edition as well. We're doing one more run and then no more. InfoWarsStore.com. Get yours today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Dr. Fauci claimed he didn't want to razzle-dazzle the public with his knowledge, as if we are too illiterate to understand medical terminology. Uh, When you talk to a group like this, how do you talk the language sometimes? You just get the average person gets lost. You don't want to impress people and razzle-dazzle them with your knowledge. This is probably why he uses the words efficacious and effective interchangeably. Really quite effective. It has good efficacy. It's 72% effective. Highly efficacious. As soon it was proven to be safe and effective. Despite them having completely different meanings. It may also explain why the FDA and the NIAID have chosen a controversial method of authorizing and approving novel vaccines, because most people may not know the difference. After a closer look at some of the vaccine trial data, it appears this emergency use only means of gaining approval has gone by largely unnoticed by even some of the most outspoken vaccine critics. What's known as immunobridging, the process of inferring protection rather than demonstrating its efficacy, or in other words, skipping phase three, is the method currently being used by Moderna and Pfizer to receive authorization and ultimately approval for certain age groups, particularly those under 18. The country of Taiwan was the first to have authorized a COVID-19 vaccine using this alternative approach to demonstrate efficacy. And when Taiwanese officials reached out to the US FDA last year for their position on immunobridging, they only stirred up more controversy. Last week, the FDA authorized immunobridging as a way to demonstrate COVID vaccine efficacy in the absence of Phase 3 trials. It confirmed Thursday that it had sent letters to U.S., EU, and Japan regulators asking for their position on immunobridging. The U.S. FDA wrote back, stating that it was still discussing approaches to immunobridging and that an official position was not yet possible. It doesn't say no to immunobridging. It says that at the present stage, the FDA cannot offer an official position on the matter. Peter Gilbert, who helped write a paper on the immune correlates analysis of Moderna's mRNA vaccine, claimed that the immunobridging process is being done for vaccine research. And... Why are we doing this? Well, it's because um, we need to have a means for appropriately approving vaccines and for doing additional research on vaccines. Another example to vindicate those who consider COVID-19 vaccines to be experimental. During a recent speech given to an audience at Stanford, Barack Obama even referred to the vaccine rollout as a global-scale clinical trial. And yet, despite the fact that we've now essentially clinically tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide, essentially clinically tested 
the vaccine on billions of people worldwide. Doran Fink, the deputy director of the Division of Vaccines at the FDA, admitted during a Zoom meeting that immunobridging studies are needed in pediatric populations because some diseases are infrequent in kids. And it may not be possible to conduct a clinical disease endpoint efficacy trial in the pediatric population uh, because the, the disease is just not that frequent in kids. Uh, and so that's where an immunobridging study comes in. Could this be the case with COVID? After all, even the CDC acknowledges that children are less affected by the disease than adults. Dr. Fauci has come out to say that classical herd immunity does not apply to COVID. The concept of how we classically think of herd immunity is likely unattainable in COVID-19. So why the rush to inoculate our youth with something we do not yet know the long-term side effects of when they aren't nearly as afflicted by the disease to begin with? Because Operation Vaccines don't work, have have severe side effects, and COVID doesn't really affect young children. But ignore all that and inject your young child with this experimental gene vaccine. Trust us, it's science. So we'll call you a terrorist if you resist. Share that video, folks. Ban that video. Did the FDA skip phase three trials for COVID-19 vaccines? You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal has begun. I'll go ahead and give out the phone number right now. We're taking calls throughout this hour. Before being joined by Leo Zagami in the third hour, the number to dial is one 789 2539 That's one 789 2539 Did I throw an extra seven in there? I don't know. I was thinking about other stuff. <laughs> Still a lot to cover here in this hour. I got it right, right? one 877 What should we talk about next? What should we get into? How about I just give you some, uh, some stories here that we won't have time to, to cover too extensively, but... I think taken as a as a whole, they really represent a bunch of madness that we're living under. Of course, we know, as was imminently predictable, House Democrats call for Supreme Court expansion in the wake of potential Roe reversal. Ilhan Omar addresses uh, reporters. A number of House Democrats are calling for the Supreme Court to be expanded after a leaked draft of a ruling indicated the high court has voted to overturn landmark Roe v. Wade decision that established the federal right to abortion. Because remember, if it goes with what the liberals want, it's democracy, it's unquestionable, it's sacred. If it goes against what the liberals want, then it's uh, an outrage and the rules must be changed and the terror networks must be activated and everything must be destroyed. Because they don't believe in anything except for power. It's all they have. And this isn't just, you know, oh, we're going we're gonna to try to use the rules to our advantage. No, it's, it's flipping the board over. It's, you know, being in a government alongside liberals is like playing a Monopoly game with a two-year-old. Right? If they're winning, they're having a great time. But if they're losing, uh, they're going to flip the board and start eating the pieces. So... Maybe they need to sit this one out forever. 
German study, number of those suffering severe complications after taking COVID vaccine is 40 times higher than previously reported. The number of severe complications after vaccine against SARS-CoV-2 is 40 times higher than previously recorded by the Paul Ehrlich uh, Ehrlich Institute, a study with around 40,000 participants by the Berlin Charité concludes. A study on the side effects of the coronavirus vaccine uh, is being carried out at the Charité in uh, Berlin. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. Professor leading the study is calling for more contact points for those affected. The number of serious complications after vaccines, uh, after vaccine against COVID, uh, SARS-CoV-2 is 40 times higher than previously recorded. This is one of the results of the long-term observational study. Around 40,000 vaccinated people are interviewed at regular intervals throughout uh, Germany. One result, eight out of 1,000 vaccinated people struggle with serious side effects. The number is not surprising, explains Professor Harold Mathis, head of the study. It corresponds to what we know from other countries such as Sweden, Israel, or Canada. Incidentally, even the manufacturers of the vaccines had already determined similar values in their studies. With conventional vaccines – such as against polio or measles, the number of serious side effects is significantly lower. Not a big surprise. You also have this story. New Pfizer FOIA documents reveal countless severe vaccine reactions. An additional trove, 90,000 pages to be exact, 90,702 actually if you're being very exact, of FDA-held data from Pfizer clinical trials has been released in keeping with the court's orders to release those documents in due time. Some may recall that Pfizer originally asked for the trial data not to be released for 75 years. Thankfully, sounder minds prevailed, and the FDA was ordered to release the documents over eight months instead. The latest release can be found via the Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency Documents database or the Informed Action Consent Network site. You can find the documents reasonably well-titled and ordered for research purposes. And you can see the uh, just various accounts of just tens of thousands of severe reactions. If you search for the term severe, 269 cases turn up. That's 269 severe outcomes from trial patients just in this one batch of trial data alone. The details repeat over and over and over again in these pages. Cases of severe tenderness, severe pain, severe nausea, severe chills, severe loss of appetite, severe malaise, severe fever – These recorded incidents damaged people reduced to clinical data goes on and on and on, and yet it's an easy find just skimming data off the top of these incriminating documents. Let's not forget that also Pfizer has been found culpable of suppressing actual vaccine injury data by minimizing and or not following injured trial vaccine participants. Yet we, can, uh, yet we can expect Pfizer and the FDA to defend all the pain and suffering they've induced as a necessary sacrifice in the name of a greater good. But we know that ultimately their vaccines don't work, even as Bill Gates admitted, And the new evidence points to, in fact, greater risk of COVID hospitalization for those who took the jab and got boosted. Let me repeat that. The new evidence points to, in fact, greater risk of COVID hospitalization for those who took the jab and got boosted. Perhaps the first time in human history that the vaccine made you more susceptible to the virus, that the medicine made everything worse happened to correspond with the first time in history that the entire economy was shut down until we all had to take that vaccine. Also the first time in history that vaccine was rolled out on this global scale with legal enforcement behind it. Lots of firsts these days. A mother uh, sues a school in Florida after it helps 
her daughter transition without parental consent. Furious Florida mother sues 13-year-old daughter's school with, uh, after teachers created a transgender support plan without her consent because the girl questioned her gender when friends started identifying as trans. January Littlejohn said her daughter had friends obsessed with LGBTQ groups. She said when three of them began identifying as trans or non-binary, her daughter said she was confused about her own gender. Weeks later, she said school bosses had spoken to youngster, to the youngster about changing her name and which bathroom she wanted to use. This case from two years ago was cited by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis earlier this year amid his so-called Don't Say Gay bill. Just sickening. Sickening. 13-year-old daughter had a group of friends who were obsessed with anything to do with the LGBTQ community. See, it's, it's a fad. It's just weird because it's like a fad, right, when your friends get into it and they all, like, they get excited about this new, like, subculture they're involved in, you know. This happened in the past, you know, maybe your kid would dye her hair black and put on dark makeup and go through a goth phase for a little while. Or maybe, you know, they'd get really obsessed with some, you know, boy band group and that would be the big thing. And, you know, you'd have to listen to terrible music for a little while and she'd have to make videos during slumber parties where they were doing all the dances. You know, these are the types of trends that we're used to. See, the modern trend is to uh inject yourself with puberty destroying chemicals and this isn't being prevented by the school it's being facilitated encouraged and kept secret by the school administration but it's still using those sort of baseline uh, um you know social influences that create any fad and this is the thing this is why they're targeting Young people, specifically young girls, find them when they're in their most vulnerable, vulnerable position, right? As a young girl going through puberty, feeling uncomfortable and awkward, maybe out of place a little bit like everyone does. And you tell them those feelings aren't normal. Those feelings aren't natural. Those feelings can't be overcome by, you know, loving yourself and understanding that society is an illusion that projects its ideas onto you, but that you can ignore them because you're loved by your friends and family. You find them in this most vulnerable position and you manipulate them. You sway them societally. You get all of their friends to not associate with them. If they go against the grain, you force girls into not just a fad, not just a, some sort of style that they adopt, But in this case, in physically destroying themselves through hormone injections, you hide it from the parents, and this is all facilitated and carried out behind the scenes by the government agents in the government school. We need a revolution, folks. A real one this time. It's time to protect your privacy. It's time to come to grips with the fact that even though you don't have anything to hide, criminals, hackers, corporations, big tech, government are stealing all of your data and creating a map and a database of where you go and what you do. So in the future, under their globalist takeover, they can shut you down. Protecting your privacy, protecting your credit cards, protecting your bank accounts, protecting your photos, protecting everything that's on your phone is paramount. 
That's why everybody should visit InfoWarsStore.com. We're carrying a huge new line of very compliant, made-in-America products that have 100% reviews and are simply incredible. It's a 360 win. Protect your privacy and shop at InfoWars to support the overall InfoWar against the globalists. A true 360 win. Get your Faraday cages at InfoWarsStore.com. Check out the new line. It's amazing. The first 10 amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, out to your phone calls this segment. I do want to remind you, everything we do here at InfoWars is brought to you by you, the American people, the InfoWarriors out there. When you go to InfoWarsStore.com, we have plenty of wonderful supplements on offer on that site at massive discount. X2 is 25% off. It's back in stock. The incredibly powerful nascent iodine. You need to look up for yourself what nascent iodine can do for you. Sometimes you don't even know what it can do for you until you start trying it and taking it. And a reminder that the dosage size for X2 is one or two drops. It's not even a, a you know, whole uh, dropper full. So when you get this bottle, it's a, it's a small bottle, but there are many, many, many serving sizes in that. So it'll last you a, a while, but, you know, the, the, the trouble with that is that it lasts you so long that by the time you got to go get a new one, it might be sold out. So maybe get two or three while you're at it. Stock up on Survival Shield X2. It's got a very long shelf life, and uh, like I said, it's only one or two drops per serving, so it'll last you a while, and it's so powerful that those one or two drops will have a major difference, especially if it's taken on a daily basis as directed. Survival Shield X2 Nascent Iodine now on sale, less than $30 at InfoWarsStore.com, one of our most powerful and beloved products, and I know people that have used Survival Shield before, they do like to stock up because they know you know how much it stinks to not have yours on hand when it's sold out at InfoWars Store. So we don't know how long this supply will last. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com. Get your nascent iodine. Pick up a T-shirt and a hat at cost. Incredibly low prices. But we need to have these massive sales because we need the money because, well, we're under massive attack. So people in the, um, people in the live chat saying uh, iodine preserves itself. Iodine stores forever, actually. Well, I don't know that. I don't. That that could very well be true, but I'm not about to say it. It'll last forever, and have someone take forty year old iodine and sue me for it. <laughs> I got to be careful when I talk about this stuff. 
So uh, it may very well last forever. But obviously, uh, people people love X2. As far as I know, the only thing that lasts just about forever is honey. And they only know that because they found uh, jars of honey in Egyptian tombs and actually ate it and found it edible and non-poisonous several thousand years after it was originally buried. Pretty incredible stuff. But, of course, you support us, and it's the best thing you can possibly do to support the InfoWars. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Let's go out to your phone calls next. We've got Janet in Nevada. Thanks so much for calling in, Janet. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Harrison. Um, yeah, just to tell- of course, my dog's going to start barking. <laughs> all um, right. That dog's an info warrior. Yeah. Um, the, the Nevada GOP, actually, the grassroots of the Nevada GOP voted against endorsements over the weekend by a lot, big mm. margin. Um, they're really pissed that he endorsed Sheriff Lombardo, and they voted in favor of Joey Gilbert for uh, governor. Oh, and Gilbert is endorsed by uh, General Flynn, Wayne Allen Root, Roger Stone, Dr. Zelenko, lots of others. And they also uh, voted down Adam Laxalt and voted 80% in favor of Captain Sam Brown. So hmm. that's the news from Nevada. Interesting. So, what do you think that uh, what do you think that means in terms of the direction of the Republican Party? Well, that means that Trump has been endorsing rhinos. Actually, I've been I'm friends with a Facebook friend with uh, one of uh, Joey Gilbert's uh, people on his campaign, and they've been saying that Trump is basing his endorsements on how much money people raise. Mm. So here in Nevada, at least, that means he's endorsing the billionaire donor class. Yeah. Yeah. Candidates. He's endorsing the ones that the uh, casinos want, not the ones that the people want. Interesting. And also, you know, Joey Gilbert, he's also the uh, the chairman of of the board for America's frontline doctors. Mm. So that might be another reason why he's been kind of being blocked, Mm. you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's sort of bizarre what's going on in the Republican Party these days. You've got the GOP rallying against Trump-backed candidates, but also a lot of MAGA, sort of seemingly Trump Americans aren't getting his endorsement. It's all kind of confusing. Uh, but I think, you know, the good news is that there are so many people getting involved now. And like J.D. Vance and so many others, they've at least been presented as real populist and real, you know, America first candidates. Uh, I think we're seeing a a wave of good candidates coming up uh, uh, well, in the primaries and everywhere else. Final final thoughts, we're Janet? Worried, we're, just, we're just worried that they're going to rig the election, you know, the primary election for for the, uh, Black Salt and Lombardo. And in fact, the uh, big wigs at the Nevada GOP, they tried to rig the endorsement votes for Lombardo by only putting Lombardo's name on the ballot. Mm. And some people in the crowd stood up and said, um, hey, no, you got to put the rest of the people on the ballot. So they put um, Joey Gilbert and John Lee and this other guy named Nora on the ballot. Every single one of them beat out Lombardo. Yeah, I mean, you know, just like uh, Trump represented in the 2016 election, the real battle in America is not between Republican and Democrat. It's between the establishment and the people. And uh, that's on display 
very, yeah. very evidently here. Well, thank you so much for the call, uh, Janet. I, I do want to move on to some more calls because we do have full lines at this point. Let's go to Bart in Georgia, who, yes, uh, I agree, Bart. He says abortion is a distraction. Uh, thanks for calling in, Bart. You're on the air. I have more bad news. Jane Fonda is going to Texas to protest in favor of abortion. The good news is that Ted Kennedy is driving her to the airport. Big shout out to Leo Zagami. I told that joke on his show. Very nice. Yeah, Leo will be joining us uh, in in the next hour. So yeah, this this whole abortion thing just a big distraction from the from the real stuff happening, isn't it? Yeah, see, they're they're trying to change the channel on us because Ukraine is unwinnable. It's going to be it's turn it's an absolute disaster, and they can't have us keep looking at us. And they're going to change the channel and go blah 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 abortion da 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 da. So and then run that in the background. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just cause more strife domestically, more uh, chaos and insanity. Get us all talking about uh, abortion when the Supreme Court. Really, the only thing it would do would be kick it back to the states. I, th- I think you're exactly right. The only reason I talk about it so much, like I talked about it a lot yesterday, and I talked about it for basically the whole first hour today, is it is useful in illustrating what's going on in so many other topics, right? Like getting into this Amazon to pay employees up to $4,000 to travel for abortions. It's not so much about abortion as it is about trying to illustrate the various forces at work in dehumanization and exploitation of the American people and abortion just happens to be the topic it's centered around, but it's the same thing happening in a very, in, you know, various other ways. So yeah, I, I, I do think you're right. This whole leak and, and media circus and the fact that it's the only thing that anybody is talking about for the last two days is uh, a major distraction from, like you point out, the war, the uh, governance board. I didn't, I don't know if I had a single headline yesterday about the uh, disinformation governance board. Very convenient. It went from the disinformation governance board being the main topic and the number one story all across the the right wing to uh, suddenly completely not mentioned at all for a full 24 hours as everybody followed the, uh, the bouncing ball of the abortion topic. They really – it sucks. As much control as they have over people who watch mainstream media – it's like we're sort of forced in a lot of ways to follow along with them. We get distracted as well. The U.N. estimates that over 2 billion people alive on Earth today have cognitive disabilities, lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is bound to other minerals or other compounds so it's not absorbable in the body. And that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from Deep Earth Crystals, more than 7,000 feet deep. X2 is an amazing product, and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is. So I would stock up on X2 right now at InfoWarsStore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier, you have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get your X2 today. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. 
back, ladies and gentlemen. Even though we do the show, uh, that I, I do the show three hours a day, I never get enough time to cover everything I want to. And if you want to know more about everything that we cover, or you see a story that you want to read more into, you can now go to my Substack at HarrisonHillSmith.substack.com, and there I post links to all of our stories every day. I'm, I call the publication Daily Dispatch, uh, so. You can go there and click that and just see a huge list of all of the stories uh, from that day. You can see the uh, the one from the 2nd of May. The Disinformation Board is to, serve, is to preserve free speech. Top five stories that we read during our daily dispatch. And then all the rest uh, sorted into uh, various topics. So if you do want to read anything more, go uh, to harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. And if you subscribe, then you'll get a uh, daily email with this big curated list of, uh, of topics. I haven't figured out how to share videos in that too, but that'd be a, a good way to do it. But there you go. If you need any more information about anything that we cover here, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. Now, one thing I can tell you is... Uh, I'll be getting that Alex Jones was right T-shirt before we sell out. I haven't gotten one yet, but I'm uh, definitely going to. That is a cool T-shirt, man. I'll, I'll get one and wear it on air so you can see how cool it is, and then I'll keep it. <laughs> that's what I'll do. That's my that's my devious plan. Um, but you don't have to be devious. You just have to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get yourself some of our new incredible T-shirts before they run out and are gone forever. Buy one to wear around. Buy one to, to put in a box and save for 20 years and then sell on eBay for $10,000. It's going to be an investment. These items from InfoWars Store are collective, collective, uh, collectible items and you know, really represent a time and a place in American history whose importance will only be known well into the future. We are living through it right now. It's an amazing time to be alive, and you can show that you are on the right side of history by going to InfoWarsStore.com right now, supporting us by getting T-shirts at cost I mean, T-shirts under $8. It's, it's insane. But uh, honestly, it's like, do I really need to convince you? $8 for a shirt, $9 for these shirts that are like made in America, will last a lifetime, beautiful. Look at that Alex Jones Faces T-shirt for $10. Are you kidding me? The, the Save the Frogs T-shirt's only 10 bucks as well. It's ridiculous. Go there, get the t-shirts, uh, save a ton of money, and get your um, supplements as well. Now, we're going to go out to your phone calls, but first, I do want to cover this story because we haven't talked too much about it, but it is the Dinesh D'Souza documentary, 2,000 Mules. It's, I suppose it just premiered. Catherine, uh, Catherine Engelbrecht was on the war room with Steve Bannon yesterday talking about this video evidence from the 2020 election. Uh, let's watch that video now. Because as you see there on the screen, that Dropbox, we basically put a digital catchment um, that that formed like an invisible fence uh, and then bought a massive amount, 10 trillion cell phone pings. So we we left no oxygen from uh, from the cell phone by. And, And what that really means is on your cell phone, all your apps that are on the phone, resident on the phone or the ones you add are all sending up signals telling those apps and the marketers that buy those signals telling them where you are, uh, the longitude, latitude, where you've been in the past, the elevation of the, of the, uh, of the phone, uh, the timestamp. 
So that data trail plus the invisible fence made for a calculus that allowed us to measure how many times a single device passed through the fence. At that point, we began to sort of separate what was normal behavior and what was outlier. And that is the, 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 the name of the movie, 2,000 Mules, represents those outliers that we studied in great detail, uh, their paths, their patterns. The difference here is that this really shows you, by, by, by both data and video, exactly it happening. It is the hardcore receipts. He's, this is, he's already come back. He's already put the ballots in the box. And now he's got to take his picture. He, he's got to take his picture to get paid, right? He's got he's got That's he's right. got to show proof. He's proof to his to the guys paying him. You have to think of it as um, even though that number, it's a, you know, the top line number is a big number. Think about it as a micro, as a series of micro insurgencies all across the country. Uh, we had 242 mules in the greater Atlanta area, a 202 mules in the Maricopa Yuma County area. A um, hundred some in the in the Milwaukee County area, over 500 in Wayne County, which is Detroit, over a thousand in Philadelphia County in Pennsylvania, and and those are just the jurisdictions that we studied. There is coordination, and this is a coordinated effort. There are no more easy choices here. This is from here forward. We, you know, you're seeing the subversion of process. You are seeing the theft of an election. The numbers are staggering, and now is the point where we have to say, what are we going to do about it? A number of mini insurrections funded by big tech masters and other globalist billionaires. And just, you know, just so we're clear on the implications of this, we have known since 2020 that this went on, which means the election was stolen, which means it was right to protest, which means January 6th was not an insurrection or a coup against a legitimately elected government, but rather the perhaps final spasm of a free citizenry attempting to peacefully regain its rights from a country that has been completely and fully occupied and captured by unfriendly forces. We have all the evidence, but we can't get anything done. Talk about frustrating. Let's go out to your phone calls. Once again, we've got Patty in South Jersey. Uh, thanks for calling in. Patty, you are on the air. Harrison, how's it going? Good to talk to you again. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I was thinking about your call yesterday. You had a lawyer on, and he was talking about how if they actually flip this uh, Roe v. Wade, that it's going to have alternative uh, complications later on for uh, like the right to choose. And I see today, this morning, early, early in the news on Fox, where Biden's saying, and I quote, it goes far beyond the concern of whether or not there's a right to choose. So I just, that was really resonating in the back of my head, along with Dave Chappelle's uh, Netflix attack last night. Something smelled fishy with that. And, you know, the election stuff, the Pfizer news, the uh, all these distractions. It would be one hell of a thing if, if crypto went and popped. A lot of people would be distracted if crypto ripped out of nowhere, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I know you. You're you're a single-minded guy, Patty, and it's all about uh, uh, crypto for you. I, I haven't talked about the Dave Chappelle thing yet, but yeah, apparently Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage last night while filming for a Netflix special by somebody with 
and it was kind of weird the way the news described it. They said he has a gun that had a knife attachment or something. It was very weird, but apparently the guy did have a weapon and has been charged with assault with a deadly weapon. Um, and, you know, along with uh, Antifa and pro-abortion activists attacking cops and gathering at the Supreme Court yesterday, in addition to the Antifa, you know, drawing threatening messages on the, co- on the door of conservative college girls, in addition to Antifa firebombing uh, uh, precincts and Republican headquarters, as well as Antifa uh, throwing explosives at you know, candidates campaigning in Portland. It's all in a theme, isn't it? Isn't this all like one same thing? Isn't this all one singular uh, uh, phenomenon of leftist violence against their perceived political enemies, even if they're just a, a comedian up on stage? Isn't it all sort of evidence that the, me- the mainstream media has done a very good job radicalizing their followers into this extremism? And no one in the audience had a phone. No one in the audience at that Netflix filming had a phone because it was for Netflix. Yeah. But one person had a phone, but this guy had a gun or something else. Yeah, it, you don't have a the gun. Whole thing, the whole thing stinks. And well, great that, job with Greg Reese yesterday. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to go start a Substack because of that interview yesterday. Awesome. Well, <laughs> yes, you, can go, you can go subscribe to ours first. That's a good place to start. Thanks so much for the, for the call, Patty. But. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of understandable that people can't have their cell phones because, you know, that's the that's the way a lot of comedy uh, shows work. But yeah, you know, Dave Chappelle's an enemy of the left, so, you know, he'll be attacked and probably killed at some point, and that's okay because they're left. The scientific dictatorship that I've been warning you about for 27 years has now gone from beta testing to operational. The globalists are out in the open with their planetary depopulation takeover, their robot takeover. But the good news is we've been working and you've been working and others have been working across the planet for decades to get ready for this, to be able to fight it off. Humanity is strong. We're incredible. And if we're aware of the attack that's happening, we have a real chance of defeating it. If we ask God for guidance, we will defeat it. So prayer is essential, research is essential, getting prepared is essential, and warning others is absolutely essential. And at the same time, supporting InfoWars by buying high-quality products to keep us on air is essential because they're great products for you and your family, and they're also funding our operation. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is incredible. A lot of our products that have been sold out because the supply chain breakdowns are back in, like Bodies, VasoBeats, and others. So get them today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you for being part of the resistance. The U.N. estimates that over 2 billion people alive on Earth today have cognitive disabilities, lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is bound to other minerals or other compounds so it's not absorbable in the body. And that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from deep earth crystals more than 7,000 feet deep. X2 is an amazing product and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is. So I would stock up on X2 right now at InfoWarsStore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier. You have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the InfoWar. Please visit InfoWarsStore.com and get your X2 today. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. 
say, I love Dinesh D'Souza. I really do. I so appreciate this guy. I'm, I'm pretty critical of movies. I'm not going to say he's the, he's the best filmmaker. He doesn't get everything exactly right. Dude knows how to make a movie. He knows how to market a movie. And he knows how to get movies into theaters. And it's like, at least we have one. You know, you go on Netflix and it's like, there's a documentary about every single one of their, you know, modern living demigods, right? There's a Kamala Harris documentary. There will be a Barack Obama documentary and a Fauci documentary. And there will be a, a whole, you know, documentary series on the Clintons. Like, it's just, they know how to do it. The Democrats, obviously, they all work together. You know, they they have all these groups in their pocket. And so it's easy for them to do it. I love that Dinesh D'Souza makes these documentaries, makes them well, puts them into theaters, and actually gets the, gets the message out. Because a lot of documentaries on our side, like, I don't even know about them. You know, they, they are on some streaming site that no one's ever heard of, and you go and watch it, and it's a brilliant documentary, but, you know, if a tree falls in the forest, no one's around, I mean, who cares? Right? If you make a documentary and no one watches it, yeah, why even make the documentary? I love that you can actually go to the movie theater, buy a big tub of popcorn, a giant Dr. Pepper and sit there and watch 2,000 Mules with a uh, with an audience. Uh, it's 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 fantastic, and I, I wish there were more people like Dinesh Susan. I don't know what his secret is, why he can do it and nobody else can, but I'm glad there's at least one of them. And so this is the premiere week for 2,000 Mules, and I just went to try to buy tickets in Austin, went to the website 2,000mules.com to their theater showings, and uh, if you can pull up this this site – Every single theater is sold out except for like one or two. Arlington sold out. Austin sold out. Beaumont sold out. Bernie sold out. College Station, Corpus Christi, Dallas, Denton, El Paso, Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Frisco, Garland, Grapevine. Every single one is sold out. Harlingen, if, if, if you're in Har- uh, Harlingen, you can still buy tickets. If you're in Houston, you can still buy tickets. Lubbock and Laredo can still buy tickets, but... Most of these other places are completely sold out already, which is just fantastic. This is what we need. This, we need right-wing entertainment that's actually in theaters, and you can actually go watch. You can actually spread the word. So congratulations to Dinesh D'Souza. I don't care if he's not right 100% of the time. Thank God we have somebody doing something to get this uh, message out and to make a splash and make a difference. I wish Dinesh D'Souza would divulge to us his secret of why he's the only conservative that can do this, apparently. I don't know. I don't get it. Let's go back out to your phone calls. Sean in California has a call about a uh, T-shirt he got to, to spread the word about Epstein and Disney. Thanks for calling in. Sean, you're on the air. Yes. Uh, good morning again, Harrison. Uh, last week, I promised you guys I was going to get those Alex Jones was right T-shirts on Friday, but I got wrapped up in San Diego with my Lucha Libre wrestling that we did at the Cinco de Mayo Festival. So I made up for it by getting them yesterday. Excellent. And... Uh, there's a little <clears throat> promo code out there for those guys who know. It's a certain number of a certain revolution. I'm not going to give it away, but you guys might know what I'm talking about. So, uh, you know, that's something to look forward to. So I'm very happy to get those T-shirts, keep representing. And I also want to report that the Infowars stickers I had in between my refereeing and my matches and stuff, I had a friend from the national-assembly.net meet up with me, and we got those stickers for Infowars distributed to the crowd. So good stuff there, guys. Awesome. And uh, Let's get on point. A uh, little birdie has told me that uh, General Flynn actually put out a little something, something, 
And it, to me, it relates to funding. When you want to make the radical left scream, you cut their funding. So if you were to cut, say, Planned Parenthood's funding, that's going to make them read really loud, especially if it regards stem cells, which they get from babies. Mm. Well, if we look at other things, uh, General Flynn connected the Epstein trafficking ring to Disney World and to Ukraine. So this is why the radical left is pushing so heavy to get their fingers back into Ukraine and get us into a war is because their funding is threatened by Putin's invasion. So I got to do a little bit more deep diving for you. If I come up with stuff, Harrison, I'll send it to that email you provided and uh, we will get concrete uh, numbers for you. But apparently General Flynn had put out some type of report on that. That's the scuttlebutt I'm getting right now. So I thought you guys would love to find that. Well, I mean, you know, uh, we said early on, I'd point to it, but they deleted my Twitter account. But when Russia first invaded Ukraine. That was the first thing I said about it is, look, if you don't – if you aren't taking human trafficking into account, then you don't understand what, what all this is about. Something like 30,000 young women trafficked out of mm-hmm. Ukraine like every year. I mean it's, it's, it's really insane. A lot of that traffic goes uh, to Israel actually. If you search Israel, Ukraine, human trafficking, mm-hmm. you can find a bunch of mainstream sources on this. And so, yeah, Ukraine is sort of the hub for American and international corruption, uh, supply of – human beings for their human trafficking networks, uh, as well as a very compliant national government to launder their money and get kickbacks from the money they send from our taxpayers to the corrupt oligarchs uh, there in Eastern Europe. It's all it's all one big uh, corruption machine, and that's what Putin was threatening to put a stop to. And we've been talking about this all the way as far back as, you know, Trump's first impeachment where they tried to impeach him over Ukraine. We said it's because Ukraine is is a keystone here. If you take that out, the, the, all the rest of it crumbles. To have the executive of the United States being an unfriendly element like Donald Trump, unfriendly to the New World Order, and going in and actually starting to look into what's happening in Ukraine, that was an existential threat for the New World Order, which is why they went overboard in actually impeaching Donald Trump rather than just running news stories about it. They went – whole hog and to try to stop this because that's what it was going to uncover. And I think this goes all the way back to 2016 and why they wanted to frame Russia as the ones who were helping Donald Trump. This has all been a plan in place for a, a very long time. So yeah, there are indications Ukraine is a destination for people from neighboring countries trafficked for forced labor and sexual exploitation. It's a uh, very corrupt, very corrupt country being exploited by our elites, the elites from Israel and um, just about everywhere else around the world. And they so it's, it's that that we're protecting. It's that that they're sending us to war for. It's that that they're spending $33 billion of your money on. It's to protect themselves from, you know, a, a revelation and to allow them to continue their exploitation unabated. Thanks for the call, Sean. Brilliant as always. Let's go to uh, Josh in FEMA Region 8, it looks like, or maybe 5. Uh, thanks for calling in, Josh. You're on the air. Are you, you, uh, you will be in just a second. All right, go ahead, Josh. Hey, good morning, Harrison. Good morning. Uh, I just wanted to tell the InfoWar team uh, that I know Alex has been looking for this video, and it's a video shocks the world. Alex Jones predicted COVID lockdown in 2010. It's under Alex Jones' predictions, and I heard him uh, looking for it the other day and whatnot, so I just want to help out the team there. Okay, cool. Yeah, I saw people in the chat were posting that as well. Maybe that was you. (laughs) It might have been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thank you for that. But uh, uh, the whole uh, spike protein, uh, 
skin in the brain, you know, uh, pretty much like mad cow's disease and everything. Uh, Biden pretty much said that right away in his presidency, like one of the first months he was in there, he started talking about Alzheimer's patients going to be in the hospital uh, within the next 10 years. And uh, I just think that's like a really big point that people need to start looking into and the doctors. Well, yeah, it's uh, I mean, we have no idea what the eventual fallout from these vaccines will be. And that that's the real trick. Since they did it on a worldwide scale and since they did it, you know, they really wanted to get everybody because even just having a small sample of the unvaxxed, you have a control group. They really wanted everybody to take it. So then, you know, in the future, when you get all of these mysterious illnesses like hepatitis and liver disease and children that's happening right now, uh, if, you know, if you can point and go, well, the people that didn't get the vax aren't suffering from this, then you have pretty good evidence that it was the vax that caused it. If you have everybody vaccinated, then you can say, well, we can't say whether it's the vax or not. We just have to treat this as if it's some novel thing that has no explanation. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately for them, we are still unvaxed. So when you see you start seeing vax people or continue to see vax people having heart attacks and collapsing and getting Alzheimer's and all sorts of other mysterious and devastating illnesses, uh, you can uh, know exactly why that is. All right. All, right. All right, folks. Thanks so much for the call, Josh. Thank you, uh, everybody else, for calling up. I'm sorry I wasn't able to get to more. We will be joined by Leo Zagami in the next hour, and we'll be talking about all sorts of important stuff, including what is going on with the Orthodox Church in Russia. As you may know, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church split from the Russian Orthodox Church. is causing quite a bit of consternation and controversy in those countries and in the Orthodox community at large. And while you might not be Orthodox, you might not really care as much about this. Uh, it is an important aspect of what's happening in Russia and Ukraine and gives a lot of insight into the political machinations going on there. We'll also be talking about, of course, the fact that, the fact that Pope Francis said NATO started the war in Ukraine by, park, by barking at Putin's door, sort of laying some of the blame where it belongs in our own leadership doing the, oh, we're, we're not touching, you can't be mad. Oh, not touching, you can't be mad. As we send weapons and, you know, uh, paramilitary training groups into Ukraine under the guise of, well, we're just, just humanitarian. We're just helping them out. Telling military about it. You're not allowed to attack. Why do my enemies hate me so much? Why do the globalists hate you so much? Why do they hate America so much? Because it's an idea of freedom that their tyrannical system that they're pushing cannot coexist with. It's very, very simple. For their world government, their anti-human, post-human eugenic system to flourish, freedom and liberty and due process and justice and God-fearing systems must fail. So sure, you didn't start a fight with Bill Gates. You didn't start a fight with David Rockefeller. You didn't start a fight with the UN. They started a fight with you. And they're not going to back down. They're not going to go away. And they're not going to ever stop their attacks until they have the fear of God put into them. But the average person still doesn't even know about the New World Order or about globalism or about corporate fascism. And it's not until people understand that and that we're under attack we have any chance of beating these people.